We sure live during interesting times, do we not? The world changes and advances so quickly. I was amazed the other week when a few civilians went into space. That's pretty crazy. And it's going to happen again this coming week. And did you hear who one of those persons will be? William Shatner will be going into space next. It's on October 12th, that's Tuesday. The Canadian actor is 90 years old and he will be the oldest person ever in space. So Captain James T. Kirk finally gets to space. <laughs> you know, many of us grew up with the original Star Trek show, either on its debut in 1966 or throughout the years in syndication. I remember watching the show's reruns through the years and I've never forgot the opening lines. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise, its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. And it's this line, to boldly go, that I always think of when I hear the words of our reading from Hebrews today. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness. Boldness. You know, it takes courage and risk to be truly bold. One does not stumble into boldness. It's an approach, a, a determination to be bold is to be courageous and confident while potentially risking much, a lot. Certainly astronauts are the very definition of boldness. The Greek word translated here as boldness gives the meaning of confidence, yet also with freedom and liberty. It's a choice we make to be bold. So here in our text, we are encouraged to be bold when we approach God, meaning when we approach God in prayer. But to truly grasp this verse, we need to back up a few lines. And our second reading tells us that we have a high priest who is able to sympathize with our weaknesses because he was tested just as we are, yet with one major exception. He did not sin. That doesn't make him any less human than we are. But what it does mean is that he was able to do what we are not able to do. He made possible what we cannot attain on our own, and that is salvation, satisfying the justice of God, taking on our sins so that we can be justified and reconciled to God when we confess Jesus as our Lord and as our Savior. That is what is meant by believing in Jesus, that Jesus did what we could not do. And through his sacrifice, we can have the forgiveness of sins. Now, the author of Hebrews uses a particular way to describe Jesus in our text, and he mentions it twice, and that is Jesus as high priest. Usually when we hear the word priest today, we think of the pastor at, at certain kinds of churches who wear black with white collars on. But the use of the term priest here, and especially high priest, is referring to a Jewish Old Testament understanding 
which is full of rich meaning and particular context. Just to give you some ideas, in the Old Testament, the high priest had a particular function in the community of God. Only the high priest would have the Urim and the Thummim. These were stones that, that showed, we don't know exactly how they worked, but they were stones that showed what was true and what was false. So the Hebrews would go to the high priest to know God's will. And not, not anyone could become a high priest as it was kept in a particular bloodline, the Levitical bloodline. And, and when a high priest died, all those that were confined to the cities of refuge for accidentally causing the death of another person, they would run to these cities of refuge. They were all granted freedom upon the death of the high priest. It was only the high priests that would, that would once a year be the one to make a sacrifice for himself and the people of God. Only the high priest would enter the Holy of Holies on the Day of Atonement and sprinkle the blood of the sacrifice on the throne of God, which was called the mercy seat. So the use here in our book of Hebrews isn't using this term of high priest lightly as if that was a nice thing to call Jesus, so we'll use that. It is pointed, cloaked in Hebrew understanding. Jesus is the high priest, the last of the high priests. It was he who made the final and lasting sacrifice. We know the words of Jesus on the cross. It is finished. Upon the cross, he gave up his own life, his own body for us and for our sins, for our lives. And because of Christ's sacrifice, the high priest's sacrifice, his atonement for our sins, we are implored to approach the throne of grace with boldness and courage and in freedom. Now our liturgy, of course, picks up on this theme of approaching the throne of grace with boldness. During our Eucharist, in our great thanksgiving, when the priest consecrates the bread and the wine, making the sacrament of Holy Eucharist, declaring what it means and blessing the elements and giving thanks to God. And right before the bread is broken, we say a prayer. What prayer is that? The Lord's Prayer. The most sacred of all prayers, as it is what our Lord taught us to pray, a prayer that should shape all of our prayers, a prayer that guides and forms us. But before we say that prayer, the priest will announce the prayer both in right one and in right two. They use the same words with these. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say. And then we pray, our Father. You see, there is not a person in here that deserves to have their prayers heard by God. We're unworthy. So why do we boldly say the Lord's Prayer? Because he who is worthy has made a way for us. By his sacrifice of which we commemorate in Eucharist. And so we boldly go to the Lord in prayer because Jesus is the great high priest. And boldly is not flippantly. To pray boldly does not mean a casual nonchalance as if we were ordering fast food. God, I would like this and some of that. 
True prayer is prefaced by awe, by amazement, by honor, and a holy fear. And yet the author of Hebrews is calling us toward daring, even audacious prayer. As scholar Thomas Long writes, he says, we are to move past fearful prayers, tidy prayers, formal and distant prayers, toward a way of praying that storms the gates of heaven with honest and heartfelt cries of human need. He does not want them to pray like bureaucrats seeking a permit, but like children who cry out in the night with fears, trusting that they will be heard and comforted. Whether we, we pray together as the gathered people of God in our prayers of the people or in the Lord's prayer before we receive sacrament, or whether we pray in our quiet moments, in our pain and loneliness, or in our joys and triumphs of life, let us in all these times approach the throne of grace with boldness. Then the author of Hebrews writes, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You see, we are being invited into a whole deeper level of prayer where we are confident that God hears us, where we trust in the goodness of God, where we know that God hears us not because of who we are or what we have accomplished. He hears our prayers even when we have failed. We are not worthy, but God hears our prayers because Jesus, who is worthy, made a way for us to go boldly to God in prayer. And in that prayer, may we receive mercy. Our sins are forgiven in Christ Jesus. The wrongs we have done, our slate has been washed clean. And in that prayer, may we find grace to help in our time of need. God is present in our weakness. And may we boldly go to him in prayer. And may we be honest in our prayers, whether we say them from the prayer book, speak them from our heart, or if the most we can do is mumble them in our pain. God, because of the great high priest, hears and answers your prayers today with his mercy and grace. The high priest takes our prayers of need and distress and pain. He takes our infirmities, our hunger for justice and our cries for peace to the very throne room of God. So may we heed the encouragement of Hebrews today, the invitation that is laid before us to approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. May we be people of prayer to boldly go to God in prayer. Amen.